I just wrote a blog entitled How My Biggest Failure Turned Out to Be the Making of Me. And even though I've prefaced it with prefaced, prefaced, whatever, even though I've put a little sentence at the beginning clarifying that, the story is not another of those success through struggle stories and that you'll be relieved to know it's far messier than, than that. Actually, it kind of is because that's what we do. That's storytelling, right? We we have a, there's a point to the story. So the story has to end well. Otherwise, it's just a rubbish, depressing story. So I'm not going to tell you a rubbish, depressing story because it's not helpful, it's not inspiring, and it doesn't make any sense to me. So the purpose of me writing it is actually coming out of some work I'm doing with myself, um, some self-coaching work I'm doing about my story and just pulling out some more treasure because it's a really good thing to do. And it's something that I do regularly. It's something I've always done, but it's something that I do um, probably not even more, but in a in a more structured way as a coach, because it's, it's really helpful. And because I walk my talk and I'm just looking at this story thinking, I don't want to tell you this story. It's really helpful for me to see the story. And it was actually written for me, but something stopped me. I was going to publish it on Kajabi on my website. I, thought, mm, I don't know. And then I was going to talk it, talk you through it this week on the podcast. But I don't want to. No something more important. I have something far more interesting to say than how my mess is now my message or how my struggle became da 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 because it's really annoying and it's not exactly was I don't know is it the truth I don't know. The point is what I'm trying to actually say is life is messy but how much of a struggle we go through is kind of up to us. So my struggle has resulted, actually has resulted in me creating a way for me to thrive. And out of that has has allowed me to create a business which is thriving and growing and genuinely helps people. But that's because I chose to do that with my mess. So it's not that you have to go through the mess in order to get to this the prize, the end of the hero's journey. It's a choice about what you do with your mess, what you do with your struggle, how you view your life. So if you see life as a struggle, it will be a struggle. If you believe that to be successful, you have to go through a struggle, you have to make sacrifice, then that's what will happen. It's it's really important how we look at things. So in this week's episode, instead of telling you how I turned my biggest failure into a thriving business, which sounds really cool. You know, there's lots of stories that follow that, that kind of, what you call it, pattern, that kind of flavour. Instead of telling you that, because actually, if you've been listening for a while, you kind of already know, I'm just updating it, I'm just pulling more out. Um, instead of that, I want to really focus on this question. Do you have to go through a huge struggle? Do you have to have a breakdown to have a breakthrough? Is it necessary? And if it is necessary, so just assume that in all of our messes, that there is always some treasure we can pull out and that's a good thing. So we could assume that and we don't want a flat life where everything's perfect because that wouldn't be very interesting and it wouldn't be much of an adventure. However, if 
if that's part of our story as humans, do you have a choice which parts of your adventure to really delve into? And I believe that we do. And what I find really difficult with us as humans at the moment is looking at how history repeats itself, how we keep doing the same thing. So we have we had the war to end all wars and then we had another war and now there's all still war talk going on. It doesn't make any sense, right? It's more comp complex than that, but it's kind of irritating. It's kind of irritating that we keep repeating things. You know, politics goes from one thing to another thing and it just, I don't know, it's just like the same mess reverberates around the globe. I don't believe that means things don't get better overall because we do, we are living in a, an amazing time of great privilege where technology and all sorts of inventions allow us to live with a, a lot more safety and comfort. Although most of us are, aren't, haven't allowed our nervous systems to notice that yet and we're still in overloaded with fear. But I do think we as people who want to do things differently can choose our struggle. So for example, if you recognise that you're headed for burnout, if you can see that you've sacrificed a lot and built a career and then you're really struggling to hold everything together, even though it looks like you're holding everything together. So my kind of person who I specialise in helping, you could choose to struggle through that on your own, do the whole hero's journey, have your dark night of the soul, find, you know, al allow it to continue until you either burn out or... I don't know, something else happens and then you can escape from your job and do something differently. I don't know. You could just allow it to play out and you could do your best. Or you could choose to work with somebody like me who specialises in helping people like you who are sick of the struggle between having the well-paid, meaningful work and the rest of their life. And then you could just avoid that, that being a really dark way of gaining the treasure from the experience. And then you could that that would mean that you you leapfrog that part and then you go on to the next adventure. Can you see it? Can you see it? It's like instead of everyone repeating the same mistakes, we can choose, particularly at this point in history, because coaching is thriving. Co coaching is an expanding, amazing industry of being able to leapfrog in that way where you can just say, right, I, I want more out of my life than having to do all the normal struggles that people before me have done. So I'm going to learn from the people who have been there. I'm going to not miss out on the treasure. I think this is important. If you're heading for burnout, if you're struggling with that spinning plates on spinning plates, overwhelm, achiness, exhaustion, beating yourself up, all the rest of it, there's still gold to be got from that experience. But what I do with my clients is help help them find that gold without having to have the breakdown. So you get the breakthrough without the breakdown because you've got enough of the warning signals to want to do something about it. And that makes you invest in coaching so that you can leapfrog that. And then you 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 get the treasure. So it's like going through a game, isn't it? You've done the level, that level of that game. But because you collected the, the treasure, you can then take those skills with you. And because you've got to know yourself better and how you work, when you go to the next thing, 
because there's always going to be something because you always want more right so some of my clients at the moment are moving house and moving house is really destabilizing isn't it? it's just really hard and in england in particular our law's quite chaotic and it's just very messy it's just quite funny really when you look back and look at all the piles of medieval papers but anyway so because it's destabilizing that's another adventure so you could choose not to move and then you wouldn't have to cope with the overwhelm and chaos and insecurity but because you choose to move you're going to hit this next layer and you've got the skills but it can be a little bit wobbly because it's so big but at least you've got the skills you know how to negotiate it without overwhelm and you could have support during that because that's what coaching does it allows you to access good support when you need it to make it easier or you can do it without support because you feel confident doing that or you just forget that you can ask for support you don't realize because not everybody knows about coaching and then it's really hard and then later you look back and think oh I could have made it easier so you're going to learn the lessons anyway yeah if you're a reflexive person you're going to learn because wisdom doesn't come with age and experience it comes from reflecting on that experience so the ability to reflect deeply that's why journaling so powerful isn't it because we're pausing and we're thinking about it we're asking ourselves good questions we're exploring that experience for ourselves we're pulling the gold out so it's not that we need to have a big struggle a big dark night of the soul we don't need to have a breakdown to have a breakthrough but we need to reflect on our experiences in order to get the gold out so what's the fastest way to do it? it's a bit like I don't know when my children were small they were in, really geeked out on computer games which I just didn't get still don't really get but I'm aware that there's levels and and the more they went through the game the faster they got at the levels it's, it's like that isn't it it's, it's like getting a cheat but it's not a cheat as in it takes the enjoyment out I'd argue it's better so I looked for a coach when I was aware that that well, I didn't know I was going to burn out I didn't know it was overwhelmed because I hadn't examined it I didn't examine it from that point of view until much later and I was able to look at it with with new information and new skills primarily through the lens of positive psychology and Zen practice and philosophy but when I first hired a coach when I, I remember saying to her I can't see the wood for the trees and although that was helpful because she didn't specialize because it wasn't high intensity it wasn't deep work that's what I really needed but didn't know didn't know didn't know that much I hadn't worked with more than a couple of coaches didn't really know what I was looking for um, wasn't really aware of what was available to me and I just asked for help but it was good help but it wasn't excellent help it wasn't um, really powerful life-changing help but that's good for me now because now I can reflect on that and say yeah I don't want to be that kind of coach that coach is useful for some people that wasn't what I needed then I could have met well what I needed is what I am now so the kind of I've become the coach that I needed then if I had met myself <laughs> that's weird you're not supposed to be able to meet yourself because um, you isn't there like you meet yourself and then everything explodes I don't know anyway I don't know what what sci-fi thing I've got that from anyway if I'd met a coach like me who specialized in what I was going through I could have skipped the really painful exhausting time-wasting nonsense that I spiralled on four years and then all of the pain of burnout which takes ages to recover from and yes there's gifts in it which is what I was writing about in the blog I'm not gonna 
published. But God, it could have been different. Could have been different. I could have leapfrogged that, like getting the cheat sheet, but actually picking up the gold because with a really good coach, I would have examined what was going on. I would have learned that actually for me, the reason I wasn't looking after myself properly, but thought I was, was because my expectations of life, of being valued, my, my value of myself was too low, which is really common. It's probably like the most common human condition, isn't it? We just think there's something wrong with us. We just have this sense that there's something wrong with us. I need to make up for this wrongness. Like, I need to justify my existence in some way. That's, I think it's just really common. If you think how common imposter syndrome is, if you think how common not feeling good enough is, it's just there. It's like this underlying insecurity. Once we get past survival, i.e. food, shelter, etc., it's then, am I good enough? It gets more existential, doesn't it? It's just such a deep insecurity in us. And and that could be for lots of reasons. I don't know why that is. I don't really care at this moment in this podcast. But the one thing I will tell you about the blog is that, and the reason I'm not telling you the blog is because actually it irritates me <laughs> because it does sound too much like a struggle to success irritating story when actually it was far more human I felt far more up and down insecure than that and I just don't I don't know I just find it a disconnecting way of presenting what I'm trying to communicate with you but the important part of the story is the discovery that there isn't anything wrong with us and and that came from doing Zen retreats, Zen yoga teacher training, which was far more than yoga teacher training. Um, it comes from that. It, it, that you are perfect and a work in progress. I can't remember when I picked that up, but it's just stuck with me. And there are days when I don't think about it and I certainly don't believe it still. And there probably always will be because I'm human. So that doesn't mean it's not valuable. It means that I need to remember it more, which is why I wrote the blog. <laughs> for me, not for you, sorry. Um, because I wanted to pull out that gold. What is the most important thing I've learned? How do I reconcile with the shame and embarrassment of burnout, with the wasting my time, with the wasting my money, with the relationships I damaged with the people I didn't listen to properly even though they were the most important people to me with my grumpiness and snappiness and emotional reactivity you know all of that mess how do I reconcile that how do I forgive myself how do I forgive those around me who probably did contribute to it rather than than supporting me I mean, I don't mean those closest to me. I mean, people I interacted with outside of my home um, who probably could have managed me better, provided more support. And these are big system wide problems, which are pretty much in every organisation, aren't they? How do we work better together? How do we allow people the autonomy to find meaning in their work and use their own creativity and make sure that the main purpose of the organisation and the customers that they serve, that that is met as well, 
rather than everything being about keeping the machinery going and then checking up on you with bits of paper. The world has gone a little bit crazy in that sense. I'm not quite sure why. Fear, maybe? Fear that you're not doing your job properly. Fear that somebody's going to check up on them and they're not going to be able to prove they were doing their job properly. It does seem very fear laden, doesn't it? This lack of trust in each other, this lack of expectation that when we go to work, we want to do our best and we will do our best if you get out of our way. Probably is not everybody does that. But my clients do. My people who I work with, who I love, love, love having in my world, are full of integrity, who want to do a really good job without letting anyone else down. We're the kind of people who in that kind of organisation do get let down. So if that's you and you want to come work with me, do get in touch. Heidi at HeidiMark.co.uk Or you can message me on Instagram or LinkedIn. I don't mind really. Whatever's easiest for you. Or just go straight to my website and book a curiosity call if you're curious about working with me and we can have a chat. So let's let's pull all this together. Is it necessary for you to suffer in order to have the life that you want? No. Is it necessary for you to completely blow everything up to make the changes that you need? No, you are worthy. You cannot not be worthy of your own life. It's your life. (laughs) You fit into your life. By definition, the life that you want to to live is there waiting for you. It's because it's yours. Nobody else can have your life, live your life. And if you want it to be of this amount of comfort, of this amount of challenge, of this amount of meaningfulness, then it's it's yours. But to have that, we have to do things our way. And the gift, the gift of overwhelm, the gift of exhaustion, that overwhelm, exhaustion, heading to burnout cycle, the gift of that is eventually it stops us in, a, in our tracks and makes us reconsider well, unfortunately, what we tend to reconsider because we're so overwhelmed is that we're going to have to quit or keep pushing until we break. When you reach that stage, in fact, any time you think that you're stuck in a rock and hard place, know that it's not true. It's overwhelm because those are both fear based things. So you've overloaded your mind. You've overloaded your nervous system. You're stuck in high alert. Any time you think you only have two choices and neither of them are any good, there's loads more. You can't see it. You need to clear the overwhelm. That's what I specialise in doing. That's why it's worth even just booking a one-off Breakthrough the Overwhelm session, which is one hour coaching session with a month of support sandwiching that to, to get the most out of it and to get accountability So it's not your fault. You can have the life you want. If you're pushing through overwhelming exhaustion, that's just a sign that there's another way for you to do things. It's time to consider how you're going to find out what that looks like for you. Come and work with me. I'd love to work with you. Have an unexpectedly lovely week. Welcome to the Overwhelm is Optional podcast, where each week we find ways to gently rebel against the nonsense that overwhelm and exhaustion are just the price you pay to have the life you want.